This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by the Practical and Fun Guide to Assistive Technology in Public Schools. Pirates, monsters, monkeys, and more keep you engaged as you learn tips, strategies, and insights that will help improve your assistive technology program. From setting up a stellar team to conducting consultations and evaluations, and from implementation to assessing success, this guide presents detailed advice to provide AT services that effectively and efficiently help all students. You can learn more about the book with the orange cover from the website www.isti.org slash chewat. That's isti.org slash chewat. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mitchell from TTAC ODU. Here at the Technology Conference in Richmond, um, lots of wonderful speakers some important information that you really ought to check out at their website. So go to the Technology VCU AT website and check out what happened here and go to some of those links also. And you're listening to the AT Tipscast. Welcome to the AT Tipscast, exploring and investigating the implementation of assistive technology in public schools. I'm your host, Chris Bouguet. This is episode number 71, recorded on March 12, 2011. A few months ago, Beth Poss and I presented at Temple University. In fact, episode 67 of the AT Tips cast featured audio from that event, where Beth talks about using Glogster with students. This episode features another bit of audio from that same presentation, but this time Beth and I are back talking about AT Tip 190, an online corkboard called Wallwisher.com. And um, these are two examples of wall wishers, um, but I have even better one. Okay, I'm going to let you drive in. Okay. I'm going to come over here and drive for a second. Um, let me go to uh, www.wallwisher.com slash wall slash night light stories. Let's see if that works. Connecting... Connecting. Wall Wisher is essentially putting sticky marks, sticky notes, like, you know, rip off a sticky note, up on the web. And the sticky note, instead of just being text, could, like, like a sticky note is, when you handwrite a sticky note, it's just text. It could be text, it could be uh, video, it could be audio, it could be a link, a link to another website. So here, um, this person, Nightlight Stories, has put up the whimsical wall of wit. They went into to Wall Wisher, and I'm going to show you how to, well, someone's going to come up and actually make one with us. But um, she's, she's gone in and she's made this, which is, share the wit of your wee ones. Post up a quote that your child, student, grandchild, or friend that tickled your funny bone. And so these are all just funny things that kids have said. And if I wanted to add one, what was the chocolate one? Who, who, who typed the chocolate? Was it you? You did, okay. I'm gonna. I like candy and chocolate and candy. I'm just gonna double click right here. And what's your name? Louise. But it's really from Max. Oh, from Max, okay. From Max. And then I really love chocolate, no, candy. Candy and chocolate and candy. At the same time, any student in the in the class, they're on. They could all be posting here at the same time. And so now you're putting. It's, I'm getting a little blank schist. 
I don't feel like I'm not explaining it well. You click on here and you just type, and everyone can be typing here at the same time in different sticky notes. That's so much stuff. Yeah, well, it starts out with a big green field. It starts out with a plain screen. The great thing about a tool like Wallwisher is that if you are having students, um, <coughs> for example, if somebody, as we were telling you all about these great tools, was typing all these great tools on a Wallwisher document, and different people were, and we said, you know, and by the way, do you have a great tool that you like to use? People were adding their own great tools. Anybody that had the link to the document when we finished would have a link to all of those wonderful tools, just as if it, you'd come up and stuck it on a post-it, uh, stuck post-its on a board. Okay, so it's that same idea. It's collaborative. Multiple people can contribute to it. Um, it's gonna, it can have the text available from anywhere, and the text can include live links mm -hmm. so that you can go to it. So all the things that as you're taking notes and you need to have access to. Um, there are often students, do we, students often have a combination, students who are poor note takers for a variety of reasons, students who either need to listen, um, they, they can't write and listen at the same time, students who have poor note taking skills, and sometimes another student might get designated as a note taker and you carbon their notes, so you Xerox their notes or whatever. If you were in an environment where an individual had access to a computer and the internet and was doing that, and they took their notes on the post-it notes, the post-its could then be dragged around and be organized in a fashion. They could be organized sequentially. They could be sorted, so we could get up there and do some sorting. And guess what? Because it's a URL that when it's done afterwards, the notes are then available to that student to be able to, when they go home and they need to study. So it can be used where kids are taking notes, where the teacher's taking notes, whoever it is, is, is taking notes. You would then work with those notes, sort them out. Oh, we've got all this information. It seems really disorganized. What can we do with these? Let's move these around. Let's put them into categories. Let's order them by importance. However you want to do that. Let's Picture. put it sequentially. And oh, and then you just have to that URL. Picture on study guides at the end, okay? So we've done the whole unit lesson. At the end, we're going to review and have a study guide. Okay, throw out stuff about that you know about the Civil War. And everyone, instead of throwing them out, are typing them in here, so you have a study guide that everyone can go, go back to later. Can you print it uh, You could print with what? How would you print it? Save screen. Exactly. Print screen. Can you do anything besides text? I mean, you said you can do video, but what about like if you have children that communicate in a different mode, like with text or something? So right here is a hyperlink. You can put video. Here's a picture. You can see. You can put. Um, you can put video and audio in there as well. Um, so yeah, image, have, audio, or video link. So if you have a way, you, you have a picture symbol. Um, or an image, graphic image save that's going to have a representation for students, you can certainly put it on there. It has and to be a hyperlink. So it's a hyperlink to, to that. that. To that. But you can use the picture right here. So, so when you put up a, um, a piece of audio, let's say, uh, on a website. It has to reside somewhere. So when we get to Flickr, you'd have that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everything, we, everything on the web has a, has a URL. So you put that URL right here, and it would show up. Seems great for like categorization at the end of the lesson or something, but my kids would need to have access to the photos that we were just categorizing, right. the animal pictures that we were just categorizing. And it may be that some of these are tools that you're going to use that we'll walk away, and they're going to be tools that are going to help you as, as a teacher or as a student or uh, as, you know, 
you know, however it is. Maybe it's going to be the way you're going to, you know, share your planning for your, you know, um, who's going to bring what for the holidays. I mean, you can do it as a collaborative Google Doc or as a wall wisher. And a lot of the tools we talk about, oh, well, we can do this in Google Docs. Oh, you can do this in wall wisher. You can do this in however. So just kind of be thinking creatively about it. And I'm going to, we have an hour, Chris. So we can't play so too much of this? <laughs> okay. Look, I made one called Eagles Players. So if you want to go back later on, you can go back and start adding Eagles Players to that. Uh, it's wallwisher.com slash wall slash Eagles Players. You can all start adding nice. We're number one. <laughs> yeah, and as a Redskins fan, I have no desire to hear anything about the Eagles. So, sorry. If you haven't tried Wallwisher, you should head over there and check it out. I'll have links to all the Wallwisher walls mentioned in the episode over at the blog, attipscast.wordpress.com. There is one other thing about Wallwisher that I didn't mention during the live presentation, and I think I should mention now, and that's that it does seem to freeze up if you have too many people on it at once. I'm not sure of the limit, but I've tried it a few times with more than 15 people, and every time we seem to do that, we uh, all get an error message saying that there's a glitch in the matrix. What is the matrix? Control. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being into this. No. I don't believe it. It's not possible. I didn't say it would be easy, Neo. I just said it would be the truth. I think it's a tool that works better for groups communicating asynchronously, you know, not at the same time. I have used it with small groups too, like two to five people, and it seems to be able to handle that amount of synchronous traffic better. Don't let that dissuade you from trying it though. Go ahead and give it a try over at wallwisher.com. Also, you should know that Beth and I will be doing a presentation in Second Life coming up on May 2nd at 4 o'clock for the Patents Project. You can learn more about the Patents Project over at patentsproject.com. You can learn more about the Patents Project over at www.patentsproject.com. I'll have details about the presentation up on the blog, attipscast.wordpress.com. I'd like to thank Jennifer Mitchell for providing the bumper at the beginning of the episode. I'll have the link she mentioned, vcu.edu slash ttac, up at the blog site as well. You'll find tons of resources on universal design for learning, behavior interventions, strategies for transition, and much, much more. It's definitely worth your time to check out. Finally, let me remind you of some different ways to participate in the AT Tips Cast beyond just listening to these episodes. I like lists, so here they are in a list format. 1. Join the AT Tippers group in Facebook. Whenever a new episode of the podcast gets released, I send out a quick message to all the members of that group. 2. Like the AT Tips Cast page on Facebook. Similar to the AT Tippers group, I post status updates about new episodes there on the AT Tips Cast Facebook page as well. There's always new and fun pictures there too, uh, like the picture of the AT Tips Cast written on my tires. The Facebook page is a great way to interact with other listeners. 3. Go to cyberears.com and click on the AT Tips Cast link. There you'll see a link to register as a fan of the show. When you do that, you'll automatically receive an email every time a new episode is posted. Number four, 
write a review in iTunes. The more positive reviews the podcast gets in iTunes, the easier it is for others to find. Here's a five-star review written by Mr. Million that reads, From big to small, this podcast does it all. Chris does a great job of finding, explaining, and inspiring whether your idea of tech is the latest electronic device or just a box. Keep it up. Thanks, Mr. Million. I don't know who you are, but thanks for the awesome review. And there are even more ways for you to interact and participate in the podcast. Oh, there's just tons more. But those will have to wait for some future episode. Or, if you're a curious sort of person, you can start clicking around the ATTipsCast blog, attipscast.wordpress.com, to search them out for yourself. I appreciate you listening, and, as always, may all your interventions be inclusive, and may all your strategies be supportive. <laughs>